0: This is the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast with Kristen Burgess, and we're hypnotizing our way into episode number 63. Welcome to the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast, the tips, tools, and straight talk you want for pregnancy, childbirth, and bringing up baby. And now your host, Kristen Burgess. Hi, this is Kristen with naturalbirthandbabycare.com, and I am here for today's birth baby in life podcast episode sorry i'm i'm sitting on a birth ball bouncing sadie trying to keep her happy while i record this and trying to make sure that the microphone is also sort of close to my face but not on top of me where i bounce so it would probably be a funny picture if you saw it i can't say that i find it terribly amusing right now because i just want to record the podcast but i can see where in the future i will so anyways Forgive me if that was a shaky start, and now we're going to jump into things. All right, so let me try again. This is Kristen from naturalbirthandbabycare.com. Before I jump into the podcast topic for today, which is a topic that has been requested, I've gotten several ideas for great podcasts, so I'm going to do those over the next couple of weeks. Um, But before we jump into that, I'm really excited because um, I've been working on something for a while. It's something that I've kind of had at the back of my mind really since shortly after I started started my mama baby birthing classes. Um, and it's something that really I've just, I felt really strongly about probably for the last six to seven months that I should get out. So I've been working on it since then and I'm, I'm hoping to get it actually released uh, here in about a week or maybe two weeks. So you uh, who listen to the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast, you hear me talk about a lot of baby topics because I try and really keep the podcast mixed up between birth or baby. Now sometimes we have a birth streak and sometimes we have a baby streak, but I try and be really balanced and then of course I try and cover a lot of life topics like I did the week before last month. I talked about helping you keep your house clean, even when kids live in it. Um, But I I feel like I'm able to give more support to birthing women because I have my mama baby birthing class, and I even have a pregnancy series called the Great Pregnancy Class that mamas who are earlier in their pregnancy and just want to know how to stay healthy, they can check that out. But I haven't really had a lot for the baby end of things. I've got my book, First Bites and Beyond, which is my guide to feeding babies. And I wrote that when Galen was a baby, uh, baby in toddler age, really. But I haven't done a lot since then. So I've really wanted to do something for the baby side of things. And so I've got something baby coming, and I'll tell you more about it next week, but I just wanted to give you kind of a heads up this week and let you know that there's something cool coming for those of you who are already through pregnancy and parenting or you're trying to prepare for baby. And, of course, there are going to be some resources related to pregnancy and birth in there, too, because it's a continuum. But really, we're going to focus on baby, and we're even going to touch on toddler. And I can't wait to share more with you about that project over the next couple of weeks. So listen in. With that, today we are going to talk a little bit about something birthy because I got a question about, Kristen, what do you think about birth hypnosis programs? And this is a question that I get a lot. And so I decided that it would be good to do a full podcast on it. Before I jump into things, I want to let you know where I'm coming from. So When I think about birth hypnosis, I think about it from two different angles. I think about it from Kristen, the pregnant mama, and birthing woman angle. Whereas I'm, for lack of a better word, I'm the consumer or I'm the student. Uh, I'm the one who's learning because I'm the one who's going to be giving birth. And then I also look at it from the standpoint of a childbirth educator, somebody who runs a birthing website, somebody who's doing her own midwifery studies. I come at it from those angles. I mean, I'm not a midwife, but I come at it from more of a birth professional angle as well as a birthing woman. So you'll hear both of those viewpoints. And I don't come at it at all as a hypnosis professional. And I don't have the birth hypnosis program. So my experience is all with other people's programs. And I've never really had any, you know, I've never had any training in hypnosis. And aside from birth hypnosis, really haven't had any exposure to hypnosis. So that's just where I'm coming from when I get into this. Um, and I hope that I'm going to be respectful because I know that a lot of people have strong views on this. And what I'm presenting is my views what's helped me, my thoughts on pros and cons, and that sort of thing. And I hope that it's helpful for you. The biggest thing I think that comes up, and probably the biggest appeal of a childbirth hypnosis program is 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 thinking about pain. So, can a childbirth hypnosis program help me have a painless birth? And I actually wrote an article on painless birth, what, and it's probably been... Mm, two weeks ago now, maybe, maybe three weeks ago. So I'll link to that in the show notes. I wrote an article on painless birth and I actually did a YouTube video too, summarizing it. So you can check that out. It's, it's with the article. And my thoughts are that a painless birth is not impossible. Uh, I definitely think that women could have a painless birth. And I certainly think that a woman could even have an orgasmic birth, so to speak. That's kind of a buzzword these days. And I talk about that more in the article. But I think that for most of us, we're gonna, we will experience something. I don't like to label it pain, but we will experience something that will be very intense. That's probably my favorite word to use, and it's the word that I use with my students most of the time. And it will require, uh, it will require a lot of attention. And birthing is working with your baby no matter what you think. And the birthing hypnosis course that I'm the most familiar with does talk about working with your baby. So uh, so I think that it's it's relatively well balanced in that. But would I say that I feel that painless childbirth should be the goal of a birth preparation program? And I don't think so. And that's probably, the biggest place where I diverge from the birth hypnosis programs because their goal is to really help remove labor pain. And I'm not questioning that it can happen because I do know that people who are allergic to, uh, to say, general anesthesia or anything else like that uh, in the past have been able to successfully undergo surgery and other procedures with the care of a hypnotherapist. Who's able to help them to go through a surgery that they would never otherwise be able to go through, with the guide of of hypnosis. So I think that hypnosis perhaps can reach that end of being a painless experience, but that's also that sort of thing is done with a trained hypnotherapist, Um, and maybe, you know, maybe there's something more, some more interaction, some even greater levels of conditioning than go on when you use a birth hypnosis program. I don't know. So what I want to say is that I don't want to discount that a painless birth could happen or that you could have a painless birth or that a birth hypnosis program uh, works for painless childbirth. But I think that most moms are going to feel something and I feel like it's good to be prepared for that. And I'll come back to this topic in a bit. Uh, so, but what, but where I'm coming from is that I don't, I don't know that it's always going to completely remove all pain. And if that's what you're looking for, you may find it, and you may not. And if you don't, I, I want you to have the skills. To be able to work with the birth that you get. And I also want you to feel satisfied and not that you're a failure. And that's something that's true no matter what birth method you pick. So I don't really think that's picking on a birth hypnosis program. But the thought of, will this give me a painless childbirth or not being a further, like a tier higher on the scale of was this birth good or not, um, that, I mean, I don't know that I think that that should be a goal that we strive for so much in birth. So that's, I mean, maybe that's an ideological difference, and I don't want to ramble too much, but that's the biggest attraction, I think, of birth hypnosis. So I felt like it was really important to tackle it right there, straightforward. Now, one thing that I do think is a huge benefit to a birth hypnosis program is that it helps you to change your language and to recondition yourself. Language is really powerful, and I actually just had the delightful experience of being in a class where we talked about this. This was one of my midwifery classes and one of my favorite instructors. And so we're all sitting there in the class and it was really interactive. You know, she's writing on the whiteboard and she's having us think about things. You know, when we think about the word labor, what do we think about? And so she's writing our answers on the whiteboard and she's writing down, you know, that we think of hot, sweaty men working and that sort of thing. And then she's talking, what do you think about when you think about delivery? And so she's drawing a picture of a Domino's pizza up there on the board, that sort of thing. Okay, so when you think about labor and delivery, right now, if you're pregnant, you might think about a birthing suite. But chances are you probably think about men working hard and you think about people bringing you a pizza. So those words don't, I mean, they're not birth words. And there's, I mean, there there's a lot of inherent power in language, in changing language or not. And delivery makes it so that it seems okay that our babies are taken away from us, then wrapped, or scrubbed down, weighed, poked, prodded, wrapped up, and then delivered back to us. Whereas when you birth a baby, then... A baby who is birthed, mama reaches down and pulls up her baby or she takes a minute to look at her baby and then brings her baby up to her chest and then baby is on her chest. It's just when you think of birthing, you don't think about somebody handing you this neatly wrapped little package that you might think about with delivery. So, and we got really into that exercise and it was a lot of fun and it was really eye-opening. But I wanted to share it with you because one of the things that I think that the childbirth hypnosis programs do very well is they help you understand language and then they work with you ...to help you change your language. So I've gone through several programs. I've been privileged to be able to go through several programs... ...because I run naturalbirthandbabycare.com... ...and I've been asked to. But one that I decided to review on my own... ...before I had people asking me to look at their programs and review them... um, ...was Hypnobabies. And Hypnobabies is the program that I've used... ...in my last four pregnancies to some extent... And if my students are really interested in doing a birth hypnosis program, you know, on top of mama baby birthing classes, some mamas really do want to do that too. I always recommend hypnobabies. So most of my in-depth experience, not just looking at it from the point of view of, um, of you know, somebody who's reviewing a product or reviewing a book, but looking at it as somebody who's really used a program has been with hypnobabies. And I'll link to my hypnobabies reviews because I've done reviews on the blog on the website. And I'll also link to the hypnobabies store so that you could check it out yourself in the show notes but um but I know that Hypno Babies does a really good job with this so they pick different language for say um your labor is not labor it's your birthing time and if you listen to mama baby birthing I actually, I tend to use birthing time a lot, and it's probably because that's what HypnoBabies used, and that's what I worked with. So if you listen to the lessons that I record for Mama Baby Birthing, I talk about your birthing time, and uh, and they don't call say a contraction a contraction. Now sometimes I've used contraction just because that's the lingo that's well understood, uh, but my my class last week. Uh, with my teacher kind of challenged me even on that point to think about. So maybe you won't hear me refer to them as contractions at all. But in hypnobabies, it's not contractions. Uh, It's pressure waves. That's the biggest thing that you hear or the thing you hear most frequently or stretching sensations. And I actually really like stretching sensations because it's really very accurate. So you you no longer think about labor. It's your birthing time. And you don't hear about contractions; it's pressure waves or stretching sensations. Um, and they call they call trans that's another one transition. They call it transformation. Now, I actually think that transition, in general, in the world, when you think about it, a transition. Uh, is usually positive, unless we're talking about toddlers having a hard time with transition. But usually, you know, the transition from one thing to another, like from high school to college or whatever, is a celebrated thing. But when we think about it in context of birth, it's often thought about in a negative manner because it tends to be the most intensive part of birthing your baby. So they call it transformation, which uh, has, you know, positive ring to it overall. So some of it is subjective. It's whether you think that the word needs to be changed or not. And we could debate about that. But I think that overall, it's a good thing that language change. And it's part of a bigger picture of reconditioning yourself completely to stop thinking about birthing in the negative light that it's been portrayed probably since you were a little girl and is portrayed in Hollywood and uh, on stage. And when our moms and our aunts and even our sisters and our girlfriends tell us stories, those stories tend to be negative. When When you read stories in your due date club. I mean, I just got finished being pregnant with Sadie. And so I was part of a due date club online. And I have been with all of my babies. And with Sadie, I was fortunate to be due at the beginning of the month. So there were some babies who came a little bit early, but not many. But with all my other babies, I've always been due at the end of the month. So almost all the other mamas have had their babies by the time I have mine. And there's just birth story after birth story after birth story. And I can't read them until I have my baby because they tend to just be uh, stereotypical, unfortunately, traumatic hospital births. And I just... I can't read them. And so, I mean, you you are probably being surrounded by those kind of stories all day, every day in your pregnancy. So the hypno babies or birth hypnosis, I think this is pretty true of most birth hypnosis programs is that they not only want to change your language, but they want to change your perception of giving birth and and condition you to more of a positive association and looking forward to it. And and more of a, you know, this is an experience that you're doing to have your precious baby and it's not going to be horrible. It's going to be a good thing. And I I think that that's a really good thing. I think that that's a strong point. And the reason why I think it's such a strong point of birth hypnosis programs, I mean, because I even talk about it a lot in mama baby birthing classes, and there's a lot of lessons in the mama baby birthing classes. And if you listen to the weekly class, you hear me talk about working with your baby almost every week on the weekly call because somebody always asks a question that comes around to all of that. That's a Q&A call. But the benefit of hypnobabies, if you do the program as designed, is you may have a once a week a lesson with your instructor or if you're doing the home study program you have pages that you're assigned to read once a week but every day even between your classes or your weekly lesson you sit down and you listen to your Hypno Babies track, which is about a half an hour, and then you're also there's another track called Joyful Pregnancy in the Hypno Babies program, and you listen to that track once a day, and you can listen to that one while you're driving or while you're doing your housework or whatever. the 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 main track for the day you listen to while you're relaxing in a chair on the couch or in your bed or something, but you know so. But altogether, that's one hour worth of materials that you're listening to every day from whenever you start Hypno Babies. Um, I usually like to start like between 24-28 weeks, and I think it's actually designed to be from like 32, 34 weeks on. Um, I usually listen to each lesson for two weeks when I do it. But so that's still, I mean, that's still six weeks of daily listening, or if you're like me and super overly zealous about birthy stuff, that's 12 weeks of listening. So you're listening to that every day in that period of time, and it works amazing things on your mind so i think that that conditioning You could say that it's hypnosis. I mean, you're going into kind of a state of hypnosis every day. I mean, you're kind of in a state of hypnosis right now listening to me. That's a proven thing is that when we're driving and you're kind of on autopilot, you get where you're going and you don't really remember the drive. That's being in a state of hypnosis. And when you're listening to somebody teach you, you're kind of in a state of hypnosis. If you're watching something on TV or on YouTube, you're in a state of hypnosis. So when you're listening to your hypnobabies track or any birth hypnosis program, you're in a state of hypnosis there while you're listening, and your mind is more open and you're more likely to be reconditioned. And if you do that for an hour a day for weeks on end, I feel that it makes a profound difference in your state of mind as you're going into your birthing time. And I think that's a good thing. I also like it because it forces you to take some downtime every day and if you're like me and have a busy family and you feel like sometimes I don't really have a lot of time to focus on this pregnancy or this baby, then it's nice because that's a built-in time every day when you're focusing on this pregnancy and this baby. So for that's that is the biggest biggest, biggest benefit that I think there is in a program like Hypno Babies is just that daily reminder that birthing is a good thing, that you're strong, that you can do it. And there's other focuses too. And I've shared this before. I can link to it. I think it was in my post on reflections on Corwin's birth. Because Corwin's birth especially, um, I was... I really, really desired to have a super smooth second stage. I really wanted to be relaxed uh, because I had kind of screamed honor's head out. and even though I didn't I didn't have any tearing or anything, I didn't really want to repeat that. So with Corwin, I did a lot of focus during the hypno babies time where there was a lot of talk about um, just relaxing. Um, and cue words. So another thing that's really big in birth hypnosis programs is you have cue words, and in hypnobabies, "peace" is one of those cue words. And in fact, when I just said it now, my my body involuntarily relaxed uh, because. And you so you practice over and over again that when you hear the word "peace." You relax your body, and it doesn't take a birth hypnosis program to do this. For instance, the pink kit uses the word "soften," and whenever it talks about your pelvic muscles, uh, the pink kit recommends you know that you think about softening them because it's a very good literal way to think about what you need to do with those muscles and for me it was a combination of that pink hit keyword soften and then especially the hypno babies keyword peace and then uh, this is something kind of embarrassing I guess but I'm not embarrassed if it helps you but like anytime late in pregnancy even when I go to the bathroom you know because when you sit down on the toilet you relax the pelvic muscles the same muscles that you relax when you have a baby and so I would I would say to myself I not out loud Um, but during birthing like when I was birthing Sadie there was a couple times that I did say you know peace kind of whooshed it out of my breath to remind myself but anyways you know when you're going to the bathroom you relax all those muscles and I would say in my head peace and soften so that over and over and over again I mean think about how many times you go to the bathroom when you're pregnant over and over and over again, I was conditioning myself to relax those pelvic muscles, which is where my baby was going to come from. And with Corwin, I mean that, I, I, as I was pushing him out, I was actually thinking peace and soften and hypnobabies talks about There, It it gives you different ways to think about things. But what connected with me is kind of to think about light moving through your body and helping you to relax and soften those areas. And so I pictured like a clean light actually moving through those tissues ahead of his head and softening and relaxing them. So that conditioning, you know, it was really there. Um, And it was there with Sadie too. I don't think it was quite... It wasn't quite as pronounced with Sadie because I hadn't practiced quite as much. I hadn't been quite as dedicated with it. Um, and though I didn't scream Sadie's head out like I did honors, it was definitely peaceful. I, I, I felt it a little bit more. There was a little bit more sting and a little bit more tension there, though I wouldn't even describe it as the ring of fire. But there was a little more sting, so I would say that I was more dedicated with my birth hypnosis practice with Corwin, and should I ever have another baby, I would definitely go back to what worked. But I I think that that is a powerful thing. That daily conditioning is a powerful thing. And the strength of a birth hypnosis program is that it does give you that daily quote-unquote homework where you're listening to that and doing that every day. And I really like that. Now another big question about a birth hypnosis program is should it be your only program? If you listen to hypnobabies, the recommendation is that you don't take any classes other than hypnobabies. And the rationale for that is that um, you don't want anything to condition you to focus on the pain when you're going through hypnobabies, which is supposed to help you move through your birthing time without pain. Obviously, I'm biased uh, because I teach a birthing class. So I don't really want anything that says you shouldn't go through my class. And I definitely need to give that disclaimer. Uh, But but also, just as a birthing woman, I guess I really loved hypnobabies. But also, I went through the pink kit for my own self-education. And I would never not go through the pink kit. In fact, one of the things that I think made Corwin's birth go so smoothly, and Sadie's birth, and Galen's, and Honor's birth. I mean, all their births were beautiful, and I went through the pink kit for those two and there were a, there was a lot that I took out of the pink kit to help me work with my babies in those births, and really, the concept of working with my baby very strongly, like, you know, solidified and truly understanding that concept, uh, that came through working with the pink kit and then delving even deeper in my work as a birth worker into that sort of thing, but But I would say that the pink kit was instrumental. And also the pink kit is what I went through with Scott. Because I felt like it would connect to him better when we were waiting on Galen. And so to me, I don't really want to not take anything else. Now, would I agree with hypnobabies that you shouldn't go take a hospital childbirth class? Well, yeah. Um, and, And I don't like that most... Even natural birthing classes focus on what can you do to relieve pain. And if you take my mama baby birthing classes or if you're a student in those classes now, you know that one of the things that I advise against is focusing on pain relief because it it's just not the right focus of birth. And you can listen to all the class lessons for a full uh elaboration on that because I'm already at the 25 minute mark here. So I don't want to go into it today. But I certainly agree that pain relief should not be our focus. But I also don't think that that A birth hypnosis program necessarily has to be the only thing. And I also don't think that another carefully chosen program, like the Pink Kit Skills, which I think can complement any birthing program, the Pink Kit doesn't, you know, it doesn't like teach the stages of your birthing time and stuff like that. It's much more practical skills to use when you're in the moment. So the Pink Kit, I don't think, stands by itself as a complete birthing class, but it is Um, It is a set of childbirth skills that I think any mama can benefit from. So if a mama was going through hypnobabies, which is a complete birthing class... Uh, then she could still benefit from pink kit skills. Or if a mama is going through my mama baby birthing class, I think she can still benefit from the pink kit. I think she could still benefit from hypno babies. I don't don't like to say that we need to exclude anything except perhaps hospital classes that are focused on helping you to be a compliant little patient rather than a strong birthing woman. Um, So I can say that I'm united in that goal. But otherwise, I think that a a woman should do what she feels works for her family when she's really researched And considered her options. So I don't like the only focus, and I and I know Hypnobabies says that. I'm not sure if all the other programs say that or not, but I think that I know that their rationale is that you don't want to hear anything about pain when your goal is to have a pain-free birth. And I already talked about that a little bit, Um, and, and we can revisit that now. So, is it okay to talk about the sensations of birthing? Would that undermine what you experience? And I don't think so because acknowledging that there are sensations with birth really gives the skills that you've learned with your hypnosis a time to shine because there are sensations. I mean, your body is opening up. The cervix is pulling back and the uterus is thickening. The fundus, that's the top of your uterus, uh, if you remember from other podcasts that actually gets a lot thicker during birth. What's happening is your uterus isn't actually contracting, it's retracting. And I know that's not really a positive word either. But but what that means is that each time your uterus, um, you know, hugs, that's one of the things HypnoBaby uses, it gives your baby a hug. You know, each time it hugs your baby, the it doesn't just like go hug and then completely let go and relax. Instead, it stays a little tighter each time so that it's moving your baby down each time. And the way that it does that is that the muscles in the fundus at the top of the uterus are really getting a lot thicker. And part of that is to help make the uterus smaller and get baby pushed down but part of that is because during the second stage of your birthing time when your baby is actually going to be born then your uterus acts kind of like a piston I I know we don't like to use mechanical terms for birth but I mean it starts pushing baby out regardless of whether you're pushing or not you know you don't have to put any sort of diaphragmatic pushing action in there it's just doing it and most moms want to they want to push along with that but so I mean you you're going to feel sensations when all that happens cuz that's incredible. I think it's amazing. And again, maybe that's because I'm a birthy person and I just I just find everything from, you know, sperm and egg and conception all the way to birth to breastfeeding. I just find it all amazing and awe-inspiring. And that time in your birthing time is especially wonderful. And I think the best the best experience that I've had of it was actually during during my second baby's birth, Asher's birth. And I was sitting on the bed, and at that time my bed was a box spring and a mattress on the floor. And so I was sitting on the edge of my bed with my feet on the floor kind of in a squat, because when your bed is only a mattress and a box spring on the floor, you're kind of semi-squatting down to get to it. Uh, and my midwife was in the room, or actually my midwife's apprentice was in the room. And, she, but she was just kind of quietly doing her own thing. The room was dark. She wasn't do- doing anything with me. She was just letting me do my thing. And I was sitting there and I just, I was just experiencing these amazing feelings of opening, just like my entire body was opening wide. And I can't say that I've ever experienced that same feeling since in all the babies that I've had since I had Asher. But that was an awesome feeling and that you know that's what's going on it's this opening and you may feel like a stretching sensation and is it okay to talk about that I think so I do think so and I think it's okay to talk about the fact that it's going to be intense I think it's okay to talk about the fact that you may have to work with your baby and I I never characterize my birthing time as being painful anymore because even if the sensations feel uncomfortable, they're not the same as pain. And I, I don't remember if it was one of my students or somebody else, um, that I, or maybe it was in a book that I read. But it was something I read recently where she talked about, you know, pain meant that something was wrong. And so she didn't like to think about it as pain because, you know, there's nothing wrong. Pain is automatically negative, something wrong. We need to stop whatever the problem is. And, of course, in your birthing time, you don't want, you don't want to do that. And so I don't ever think about it as pain because pain is a sensation that's really, you know, it, the point of it is to let you know that you need to stop something or you need to bring a stop to something. And so I, I don't ever describe it like that. Um, and, and, and because I'm up and active or finding a way to handle it, I mean, like I, I talked about when I shared Sadie's birth story with you last week that, uh, some of, some of the sensations I was feeling when I was on the couch, kind of trying to time things. And, If I got stuck on the couch during one of them, it was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. But if I could get to where I could stand up and rock my hips and work with that energy of my birthing time. I mean, I'm not going to say it was a wonderful walk in the park or anything. But it was purposeful. It was powerful. Uh, It was opening me. It was doing exactly what I needed to do. And what Sadie was doing. What Sadie needed to do. Even if it was intense. So I don't know. Maybe it feels to you like I'm mincing words. Or trying to sugarcoat something or whatever. When I talk like that. But to me truly. It is something different than just. You know. Ouch. I stubbed my toe. Or ouch. I broke my arm. Which I did as, as a kid. Um. You know, it's way different than that. It's it's something that transcends that because it's something that has a much greater purpose. So in that regard, I do think that... Um, Changing the language and stuff is okay. But I also think that it's okay to say that, you know, it may not be super zen-like, peaceful, comfortable all the time. It may feel intense and you may need to work with things and you may feel overwhelmed at some point or another. And then all the skills that you've learned in mama baby birthing or in the paint kit or in hypno babies or in hypno birthing or whatever the program you're going through is. uh, All those skills are there to help you at that point and then to help you when things are going smooth. And simply, and you're thinking, hey, I could do this every day, honey, when are we going to have number two? I mean, so those things are there, there with you throughout the reality of what your birthing time is. Uh, so my, my recommendation, when my students ask me about this, is if a birth hypnosis program appeals to you, then go ahead and get it. And like I said already, my recommendation is always for hypnobabies. Firstly, because I've gone through it and I, I really love the program um, because I love that daily hypnobabies practice and Secondly, because they do have a home study course, which is important to a lot of mamas. So I think that if that appeals to you, then that's totally fine. And I also think that if that appeals to you and that's all you want to go through, then that's your choice too. But I also do think that something else, um, my classes obviously, I would, you know, not be being honest if I didn't say that I wanted you to sign up for my classes. But my classes or the pink kit or any of the other great classes out there can be a nice compliment. Hospital classes are probably not going to complement anything, but a good natural birth class where you learn skills to work with your birth, that's the big thing. Don't go for a class that talks about pain relief this, pain relief that, because that's not what giving birth is about. But if you choose a class that talks about skills that you can use during your birthing time, uh, well that, I mean that's going to be a good complement. So, those are my thoughts on on birth hypnosis programs, kind of the pros and the cons and the weaknesses and the strengths. And I know that I've been a little bit wishy-washy here and there, but I want you to make your own decision while knowing my opinions and what I've experienced with them and how they've how uh, Hypnobabies has helped me. So again, I'll put my Hypnobabies review, and I actually did while I was pregnant with Corwin, When I did kind of a walkthrough where I talked about what we were going over each week during Hypno Babies, or what I was going over and what I was getting out of it. And I can put a link to the beginning of that so that you can go through that walk through yourself and kind of guess vicariously live through it in my in my shoes and you can read my full hypno babies review and everything like that. Um, and otherwise I will look forward to talking to you next week and for next week's episode and I will tell you a little bit more about the baby goodies that we have coming up in the next couple of weeks because I'm really excited about that. I forgot to say it last week, but if this podcast has been helpful to you, please take a minute to give me a rating in iTunes or Stitcher. Um, And if you have a comment or a question or anything, I'm always happy to hear those. And with that, I will see you next week and have a blessed week. Thanks for listening to the Birth, Baby and Life podcast with Kristen Burgess. For great resources and tons more info, visit www.birthbabylife.com. Visit www.birthbabylife.com.